The roles of local elected officials and managers can vary depending on their form of government. In this episode, School of Government faculty members Carl Stenberg and Kim Nelson talk about what form of government means and how it affects the day-to-day operation of municipalities and counties. Carl Stenberg came to the School of Government in 2003 and served as director of the Master of Public Administration program from 2006 until 2011. He is a fellow and former chair of the board of directors of the National Academy of Public Administration and former president of the American Society for Public Administration. Kim Nelson joined the School of Government faculty in 2013. In addition to teaching in the Master of Public Administration program, she is a nationally recognized expert in forms of government. She serves on the editorial boards of the American Review of Public Administration and State and Local Government Review. Carl Stenberg and Kim Nelson are co-authors of the book, Managing Local Government, an Essential Guide for Municipal and County Managers. Both serve as faculty liaisons to the North Carolina City and County Managers Association. Faculty at the School of Government oftentimes uh, receive questions from citizens and from public officials about the forms of local government in North Carolina. How are they different? How are they alike? Who are the key players and what are their roles and responsibilities? And today uh, we are going to focus in on five questions uh, that uh, are most frequently asked. Um, These are questions that um, uh, are stem from uh, community interests in perhaps changing the form of government. Um, There are questions that arise uh, from newly elected municipal and county officials. So it's important that uh, we clarify the main forms of government in North Carolina, and again, uh, how they are similar and how they're different. Uh, My colleague, Kim Nelson, is a national expert on a form of government. And our format today is for me to uh, share with Kim uh, the question uh, and to uh, invite her to respond, and perhaps I'll chime in as well. So Kim, let's begin. Uh, with our first question, how do you define the mayor council and the council manager form of government in North Carolina? Hi, Carl. Well, the council manager form is the most common form of government, uh, local government in the United States. And in North Carolina, it's found in all municipalities over a thousand in population and all all counties. Um, The way I like to describe the council manager form is to compare it to a private corporation or private corporate board in its structure um, that has a a chief executive officer who uh, is responsible for running the organization and is appointed by uh, a board. So uh, council manager form is very similar to that. The local government is run by a council or commission elected board uh, with a mayor uh, or board chair and um, the mayor and board together appoint a manager who is responsible for giving policy recommendations and running the day-to-day operations of government. While the mayor and the board members are expected to establish the policy for the local government and the vision for that community. In contrast, the mayor council form of government is a little different. Now, I first have to say that North Carolina's version of mayor council different is not what you would see in the rest of the country. In fact, it's more closely akin to what we would call the council form in other states. So when I'm talking about the mayor council form 
um, today, I'm speaking in terms of North Carolina only. So in North Carolina's version, an elected mayor and council set the policy and are responsible for overseeing operations. In many cases, they hire a professional administrator to do many of the same tasks that a manager would do in the council manager form, but those tasks are not uh, established in statutory language. Okay, uh, you know, we frequently hear, uh, let's run government like a business. And uh, the council manager form of government, as, as Kim shared, really uh, comes from that tradition during the progressive era and is over 100 years old. Uh, so that form of government, as well as the mayor council, had been around for a long time. Both forms of government have a mayor. Um, how does the role of the mayor differ in the council manager form of government from the mayor's role in the mayor council form, Kim? So again, I'm going to be speaking about North Carolina specifically, which is quite different from a lot of other states. Um, in North Carolina, a mayor who is popularly elected, which happens in nearly all municipalities in North Carolina, only votes in the case of a tie. Those communities that select the mayor from among the council, and that can be in either form of government, have mayors who can vote on all matters. Regardless, the mayor has no greater authority by law than other elected officials other than presiding at meetings. In practice, however, boards may choose to delegate administrative authority to the mayor when there is no administrator. So in many cases in practice, uh, a mayor can often informally um, take on a lot of the responsibilities of an administrator or manager. And this can be done just by history, basically it's the way it's always been done or um, by a, an actual agreement with the um, council. Kim, would you um, agree that one of the ways in which the mayor under both the mayor council form, the council manager form, is quite similar, uh, is that they, he or she is the presiding officer and regardless of whether they ha have a formal vote or, or uh, delegated powers in the council, it's really their job to efficiently conduct the business uh, of the council to ensure that the agenda uh, is addressed, uh, public comment periods are held, and uh, the council works together in votes to, to, to make uh, policy. So that, that role of presiding officer uh, is, is a really important one in both forms of government. Similarly, um, the mayor is what might be called a facilitative leader, regardless of how much power he or she might have. It's, it's the mayor's job to try to get the members of the council to work together, be effective uh, as with one another, as well as with the professional staff. And finally, uh, it seems like the mayor is, is kind of, not so much the chief ceremonial officer, but, but he or she really is looked to by the media as a spokesperson uh, for the municipality. Um, so in those three areas, would you agree that, that there are some commonalities in the mayor's role, regardless of the form of government? Absolutely. I mean, in North Carolina, there are very few differences in what the mayor does in each form of government. It's, it's more determined by um, both um, the way the mayor is selected um, of course, being elected at large gives a mayor more public presence than if the mayor is selected from among the council members. 
Um, and also um, the, the general practices that have been established over time in a particular community may give the mayor greater or lesser authority, but under North Carolina law, the roles are very, very similar as you've pointed out in particularly in those three areas. Great. Uh, an area where uh, quite a number of questions arise has to do with the, uh, the chief administrative officer under the different forms of government. In the council manager form of government, as you explained earlier, uh, there is a, a city manager uh, who has uh, roles and responsibilities that are set forth in statute. In many of the mayor council uh, forms of government, there is an administrator uh, who has similar roles and responsibilities, uh, perhaps. And so what's the difference between a, a manager and an administrator? Does it really matter? Well, it really does, um, particularly to the person holding that position. Um, for one thing, there's just a lot more sort of stability, I would describe it as, if you're a manager versus a chief administrator. So a manager serves as both uh, chief administrative officer and chief executive officer for a community, um, whereas the administrator is, is not chief executive. The administrator's roles and even the position itself are not specified in the town's charter, nor do the state statutes require the naming of a CAO or lay out what the responsibilities of a CAO are. So an administrator um, doesn't have any really codified authority other than in ordinances in, in an individual community, whereas a manager's authority is determined by state law and that's usually reiterated in the charter. So I would say overall, the biggest difference is just the stability of the position um, legally and, and in practice. Some of the, the city managers that uh, we, we work with at the School of Government, um, from time to time we'll talk about ethics uh, and, and really uh, demonstrate a great deal of pride that as uh, members of a professional association, the International City and County Management Association or the North Carolina um, City and County Management Association, uh, they are committed to uphold a, uh, a code of ethics which is enforceable. Um, does a similar ethical commitment, um, uh, is that associated with the administrator? And again, is this a difference that really matters? So an administrator can be a member of ICMA, um, although it's less common. So if the, if the administrator were a member of ICMA, he or she would be responsible for adhering to the code of ethics. Um, however, it's, as I said before, it's less common for an administrator to be a member of that organization. Also, each community has a code of ethics and generally um, administrators and managers are expected to adhere to those codes of ethics. So um, while I don't think it's necessarily as, um, as it doesn't have the same implications for a person's career when it's a community's code of ethics, I don't think. Um, at the same time, in North Carolina, there is a, a general sort of standard that um, local governments should have a code of ethics, which we don't see in a lot of other states. Great. 
Let's move on to changing the form of government. Uh, there are lots of reasons that uh, from time to time, citizens and uh, community stakeholders and uh, elected officials uh, want to uh, uh, make a change. Um, perhaps their population has grown and they uh, recognize the need for a professional administrator or a manager, or perhaps there's been some disappointments in the delivery of services or the tax policy uh, or a breakdown of public confidence um, due to some ethical or other lapses, whatever the reason. Um, change uh, in the form of government is possible under North Carolina law. Um, Kim, what are the, the options here uh, that uh, our listeners should be aware of? So in North Carolina, it's actually fairly easy for a local government to change its form. There are a number of different aspects of the structure of government that can be customized to a given community quite easily in North Carolina. Um, so for a municipality, you um, can change your form of government with a council vote and change it by ordinance. The council can also require a referendum, um, but that's not, that's not mandatory. Um, there can also be a petition process where the community members petition for a referendum. Um, and for a county, the county commission can adopt a resolution to adopt the county manager plan. So again, it's easy for counties as well to change their form of government. Um, the council manager plan is considered an optional form of government, even though it's the most common one in the state. Um, and uh, of course, uh, as with anything like this, uh, communities should always, uh, community leaders should always consult with their county or city attorney uh, before undergoing a change of form effort. Thanks, Kim. Our, our final question today has to do with the personnel authority, which is a really critical um, aspect of the responsibility uh, under the chief administrative officer under both forms of government. Uh, what's the difference here between the authority of a city manager uh, uh, and the authority of an administrator and the role of uh, the elected officials in a mayor council form without an administrator? Let's, let's pick a really uh, important um, position and sometimes a, a sensitive one, police chief. Uh, how would that uh, hiring of a police chief differ under uh, those three uh, uh, form of government options? Um, yeah, so um, hiring a police officers, in, uh, a police chief um, in North Carolina, the municipal manager under state statutes can hire and fire personnel without approval of council, usually. So uh, some communities have exceptions in their charter, so you should always consult your charter to see if, if your community um, departs somewhat um, from the um, what's standard in, in the state. Um, county managers, so they don't have police chiefs, they have um, um, sheriffs, of course, which who are elected. Um, but the other department heads, the county managers um, can hire and fire, but they must seek board approval. Um, and so uh, the other caveat in counties is that um, some other appointments are um, established by um, statute to other boards, so public health, social services, etc. Um, some, again, are directly elected, like the sheriff or the register of deeds, um, and then others, the Board of County Commissioners appoints, the clerk, attorney, and tax assessor are three examples. Um, 
in both forms of, in both cities and counties, municipalities and counties, uh, in North Carolina, restructuring of government, no matter what form of government, lies in as a responsibility of the council of the board. So a manager or administrator, neither one, can restructure, for example, add positions to a local government organization without approval of their board. Um, the other major authority that we talk about when we're looking at administrators and managers across the country and talking about um, level of authority that they have is um, the budget authority. So in North Carolina, both county and municipal managers have responsibility under state statutes for drafting the budget and presenting it to the council or the board. Um, the administrators in mayor council communities usually have this authority in ordinance, um, but it's not required that they have that authority. So the job of the county manager uh, with respect to personnel, among other things, uh, you would say it's much more complex uh, because of the separately elected officials, some uh, members of boards are separately appointed, uh, and, um, and that can prove challenging, uh, to be sure. Um, from the standpoint of um, the focus of our conversation, the main differences between mayor council and council manager form and now between the job of the city manager and the, the county manager. Um, what, as you look into your, your crystal ball, um, what, what sorts of um, uh, challenges lie ahead uh, for, for uh, these um, administrators and their elected officials in kind of navigating the form of government to best respond to uh, the needs of the people. Is there kind of a, a best fit between a form of government and a particular type of community or just uh, as an experimentation called for? Um, how, do you, how do you kind of align community expectations with the, the, the form of government that best responds to them? Do you have any suggestions for our listeners? Well, um, one thing that research seems to have shown is that um, as a government grows, as a community grows in population uh, and offers more uh, services to its residents, the, this greater complexity of delivering those services and the expertise needed um, is generally um, achieve through hiring a professional manager or administrator. So um, we would say that a council manager form, and that's why we see it in North Carolina in all communities above a certain population range, because as communities get bigger and more complex, um, the, the special skills of a manager help them um, navigate these, these very difficult environments we're currently in. Um, I, I would say that often when we see uh, a serious problem in the functioning of a government, a local government, it's rarely the actual structure that's the problem. Uh, it's usually the people who are holding those positions. So um, changing your form of government is not necessarily the panacea you may hope it will be. 
uh, if you have some serious dysfunction in your local government. So I would, would offer that as a caution that um, if you expect all of your problems to go away, um, generally most of the really intractable problems in local government are personality-based and those don't change with the structure of government. That's a great reality check, Kim, for us to conclude on. Um, again, uh, Kim Nelson, Carl Stenberg from the School of Government. To the listeners, um, we uh, hope that um, the Q&A uh, dialogue has been helpful to you, and we stand ready to respond to any questions um, that you might have uh, as you explore the form of government uh, that best matches your community's uh, and your elected officials' expectations. Thanks for joining us.